We're not recording yet, so you can give away all your secrets, Matt. Go ahead and give away all your passwords and secret questions. Yeah. It's the BM Square Joe. It's the BM Square It's the BM Square It's BM Square That was really bad. Welcome to the greatest program on the planet. No one watches, except for one person. Yeah. Which we actually, we love this one person. This one person is awesome. And I, I want to take a personal second to really say thank you for sticking with us through our good times and our bad times. Which he, I he, think or she, he or she or they or Z or E E I O U, whatever. Thank you. I'm just going to say they're a hero. Yes. Because they, they really stuck with all of our shows. And I think that's actually really awesome. I don't think they've listened to all of the shows. Well, more than we've listened to. Oh, yeah. We don't listen to any of the shows. That's pretty obvious. We haven't heard a damn thing. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the end of Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Aren't you going to watch the movie? I lived it, Dottie. That's kind of, that's kind of what we do. Yep. Gotta so, see it down at the Alamo. <laughs> In the basement. In the basement. So I want to start off with a... a uh, this or that, which I don't know if I did or not. So if I did this, please stop me and we'll skip it. There's another podcast that does the this or that, and they do it on their Instagram. Okay. All right, yeah. so I'm going to name it then. It's not going to be this or that. Or it's going to be which way is the right way. <laughs> you could do it the easy way or the hard way. Yeah. So if you if you're questioning, I'm actually on a plane that's that's taking off right now. If you hear the engines in the background, probably not. So okay. So so the which way is the right way? Because if you do it the wrong way, you fail. That's the full name of it. Okay. Physical media versus digital media. Yeah, I'm, I'm a much, much bigger fan of having a digital copy of something, um, mm -hmm. you know, for, you know, the future. But, uh, I mean, there's some, there's some trade-offs, you know, you know, you can get your, your game without leaving your house. So, you know, that's always cool. I mean, uh, with, um, I don't know, Steam and stuff, you can actually even share them with people. If you want this, like, uh, on the other side of the country, in case you're, like, some weirdo that, like, hangs out with people you never meet. Like across the country, you can actually just share your games with them. Okay, so Ben, I have no idea. That's weirdly what specific say, so. about a particular person who's talking right now. Um, <laughs> uh, I would say between physical and digital. I love the idea of digital. I love the idea that I can go and have all these movies and they're all like connected to my voodoo account and i could just like log into my voodoo account on any computer and watch one of the 600 movies that i have on there yeah. uh or i can log in the, uh, net, my netflix account watch whatever's on there and 
I can go and rake leaves like it sounds like one of you guys are doing right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, but the drawback is, is you are dependent on the internet. Yeah. So if you have no internet, you have no media. Yeah. And that's another thing is digital media. There's a few things. If you're, if you're, if we're talking like cloud-based digital media, I really, really don't like that because once, you know, the site's gone, all your stuff's gone. And um, one of those was, I mean, I played an online game that had server-side characters. Mm-hmm. They're gone. All the work I put in them, they don't exist anymore. Um, I also have, you know, like PSO that did memory-based, memory VMU characters. I could still turn on my Dreamcast right now and access those characters. So yeah. all the work... To, I put into them, you know, they're still there. Now, technically, that's not physical. That's still data or, mm -hmm. or digital. Um, I Overall, I prefer physical, but there's problems with physical is storage. Um, I mean, well, digital, it's all on the drive. It, it, let's, let's flip this a little bit. Okay, so let's go completely digital, right? Uh-huh. Do you prefer to own the movies, own your media, or would you rather have it where you pay a monthly subscription and technically are leasing your material? Own. Oh. You rather? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I, rather I, have the digital copy on my computer than, you know, where it's on some website where I, I you know, stream it or whatever. Now, I mean, if you if we're talking like Netflix or something like that, that's a little bit different. Well, that's actually what I'm talking about. Because, like, like, say it's your favorite movie, and you're like, well, it's okay because yeah. Netflix has it. And then one day, Netflix is like, okay, we lost the rights to your favorite movie. Yeah. Now yeah, you're looking for another yeah. website that has it. You know, we go to Peacock or whatever. It's but overall, I mean, overall physical, it, it's nice to have a copy to mm. hold the copy. Because uh, you know, digital, you'll get like, you know, maybe a booklet. You say, say you get a CD. Mm -hmm. You don't even get anything with the CD. You just get, there's a cover of the, the album as the, this, the icon for the, the song. Well, that's where, that's where Asian Pop got it right. They made the CDs like something you want to buy. Like you're actually, yeah. you're, spending, you're, you're actually spending all this money to get the photo book more than yeah, you're getting a lot the, of, the album. Yeah, a lot of it. people do. A lot of people used to do that too, but a lot of people didn't. Uh, which is, you know, when you get that CD that has so much stuff in it for the you know, same value as CD that has like a little flyer in it, maybe. Yeah, it's when you get that one of the so much stuff, it's like, this is awesome. I've got this. I'm holding on to this. You don't get that with digital, though. I, I do a thing where I go on Amazon and they have it where if you buy the CD, you get the digital download for free. Yeah. So I do that quite often. And then I'll flip the CD on eBay. Mm -hmm. And you find some people who are digital collectors, and you know that they're a collector because they're the first ones to pitch about anything that's wrong with it. Uh, yeah. But I had like one where I, I did it with an audio tape. It was um, actually I think it was Injustice for All mm -hmm. from uh, Metallica. Yeah. And it's like the tape was like seven was like seven bucks or whatever, and it came with a free digital version of the album. And I'm like, oh, cool, that's a heck of a deal. And then I, I think I sold the album. I think I sold the tape for like ten dollars. And the guy like messaged me and he said like, 
you know, my son collects, it was for Christmas, too. He's like, is he going to make it here before Christmas? And unfortunately, the Postal Service really screwed me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, nothing's going to make it there before Christmas because everything's just really backed up right now. And um, he's like, oh, my son, like, collects tapes. That's awesome. I'm like, that's really, like, that. Yeah, like, that's so cool. It's like, like when I was watching uh, this one video on this, um, about the history of gaming, and this mm-hmm. guy, he's got his kids, and he's got his kids in the retro gaming, and his one of his kids wanted, uh, I, I think I told this story before, where he wanted an Atari 2600 for Christmas, but he wanted it brand new in the box. And the guy just looks at the camera and he goes, yeah, that was a fun one to find. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do want to give a, a, a irrational fear that I have about physical versus digital when it comes to digital. Mm-hmm. EMPs. Someday someone's going to drop one. Don't know when, don't know where, but if it's in my area, bye-bye everything. That's why they recommend you have two backups. You keep one, keep one backup at your house and one at grandma's. There you go. Well, awesome. well, actually, will an EMP wipe out something that's not on? Um, I don't know. Um, it's an electronic magnetic pulse, so I would think anything, if it was not on, if it uses magnetics, uh, magnets to keep its storage, so like a tape, a traditional hard drive might be affected, I would think, yeah. A uh, data reel-to-reel from the 50s? Yes, the one with the nuclear code on it, because I think that's yes. probably still how they do it. Because <laughs> I'm trying to think what I have here that would survive an EMP. And I'm wondering if the, well, uh, like a... Uh, um, all your cartridges, card are, all your would cartridges are, would be gone, I would think. I think all your memory cards would be gone. The only thing that might survive would be, like, burnt... No, not even... Well, not burnt media as much as, like, already, like, pressed media. Like, CDs, DVDs, Blu-ray. I don't know. I, I, I think that a... I think an SD card would survive. I don't think SD cards would, would, would fry from an EMP, would it? Well, it depends on how strong it is. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's like the whole thing where, like, where you used to have the TV monitors and you, you had to use shielded speakers... For your computer, like for your, near your computer monitor, otherwise it screwed the picture up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that like a thousand times, and that's hitting everything that has anything with magnets in it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if there's even any uh, history of of a, of a solar flare that's bad enough to go and melt electronics, but theoretically it's possible. Yeah, and then all your digital stuff gone. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So. Everything you've ever learned, gone. And I mean, we're going toward the digital. So, so one day the uh, sun's gonna wipe out the the earth. Well, yeah, I've been a few billion years or something. No, it's happening tomorrow, actually. Oh shit! I forgot to put that on my calendar. Maybe that's what was meant in, in Revelations by uh, the world uh, being <laughs> cleansed by fire. Who knows? Yeah. Man? Who knows? Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> We're not there to see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully we're dead tomorrow. Yeah. Before the end yeah. of the world tomorrow. <laughs> end of the world tomorrow. Coming soon. I feel fine. Yeah. What's up? Oh, did you do yours yet? 
Me? Oh no, yeah, I just talked about what I preferred. Oh, okay. You didn't like. Okay, you. Just, you yeah. Okay. You, okay, you, you let us infer that you. You don't want to add anything to the uh, which way is the right way because if you do it the other way, you fail. Uh, this or that. Um, it's like physical is becoming less and less. Like it used to be that if you wanted the better version, you had to have physical. But like with mm -hmm. the internet being, it's better, getting better and better all the time. And like you can do 4K HDR through your cellular service. It's like it's becoming the need to have to have like a DVD audio disc to have the best sounding music is no longer a thing. Like they just announced that Apple is going to be doing HD audio for free. Well, for free, I shouldn't say that. Included with an Apple Music subscription. Mm -hmm. And Amazon said, "Oh, you're going to do that? Well, we're doing it now." And they just like turned, they flipped the switch and started doing it right away. And I'm like, okay, well now you, people can listen and they can hear like a high, fi high fidelity, super audio sounding. I don't know, like I'm trying to think of like what buzzwords they use. It's just a high um, bit rate audio, which um, I think depending also, what the master source. It also be. I think it also might be high sample rates, uh, samples per second. Like a like a a, a CD is uh, forty four. Uh, samples of, of like a snapshot of audio per second and um, uh, they can easily go up to like 192. Well, so much for me trying to dumb it down. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I know all this. No, that's in, no, 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 that's in addition to what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I'm just I like, the, the I'm high end is like, I'm trying to put it in like layman terms that it sounds better because of higher numbers in bit rates and fidelity and all this other fun stuff. And it's it's going to lead to like eventually, I would think, uh, multi-channel, so surround sound, which there's albums that are are have been mastered in surround sound. I used to have a couple, and I don't see why they couldn't do that for streaming now. So you could listen to Pink Floyd's "Dark Side of the Moon" the way it's meant to be heard in 5.1 surround sound. I don't know if that's the way it's meant to be heard, but if you ever heard it, you probably would agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Uh, that's and, like the first thing that came to my mind when you said that. Yeah. And, also, like uh, that that song from Blue Oyster Cult, Godzilla. There's a quadraphonic version of it, where you hear Godzilla like marching behind you and stuff when you're doing that. That 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 part goes around you, and it's. <laughs> I haven't heard it. My uncle told me about it. He said he had, he knew somebody who had the quadraphonic record, which if you want to talk about like ancient. Stuff that only a few people had. <laughs> and Mike, right. like you wanted to talk, go ahead. So, okay, no, yeah, actually, we're going towards uh, something that I wanted to talk about for our next talk before we get into the uh, the uh, topic here, since we're kind of going down that route um, because it involves music. So I'm just throwing this out for like kind of our next one, probably, probably not next week, because I think next week we should probably have kind of like a free for all, you mm. know, we get together and talk, because um, we haven't done that in a while. But maybe the week after that, I was thinking um, the sophomore release of any artist is probably one of the most scrutinized releases because it determines so much for that artist. Like they have a first album, songs are you know decent on it. People are gonna buy it, but it's that second album that really determines you know where they're going and if they're gonna stay around. 
Yeah, I, I don't want to like go completely into it, but it's usually like get it. You you get signed. You have a, you have a bunch of songs you've been touring with, mm-hmm. and that that's your first album. So and then the so, second album. Oh shoot, we have the right stuff now. <laughs> so here's what I would want to do for the topic: artists that actually nailed their sophomore release or second release and nailed it so well because that's the big one for them doing it, um, doing it and doing it well yeah and i'm not talking like you know that like eps those don't count i'm talking like album releases and i'm also not gonna like include you know if they had an independent release before or whatever or local releases just like when they got signed their second release from that all right, so that's going to be not next week, but the week after or the show after, depending on how. Whenever it happens, yeah. Whenever it happens. Look forward to that. Available at wherever you listen to this podcast because it's the same show. And download, we can download it or you can get us in physical form. We will come to yeah. your house and do the show there. Let's do like the Disney Channel. We're, like, we're going to tell you how to listen to the show you're currently listening to. <laughs> Well, that's kind of like the internet companies. Like, are you having trouble getting online? Okay, well, first thing is log into Com- you know, Comcast.net or Cox.net <laughs> and check the troubleshooter there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. And then you call them, the first thing they say, well, did you try talking to somebody online? No. It, all right, so first of all, is your computer on? No, that, that's why I'm talking to you. All right, well, turn the computer on. No, no, dummy, this is why I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, so so going into our topic here, um, there's actually kind of a little bit of a story with this one. Uh, not a big story, but a little bit of a story worth telling. This all came about because recently there was a video that came out of I don't know if you saw this one, Ben. I sent this to Matt, where it's this guy. It's it's he's introducing his girlfriend online through like TikTok, and he starts out all excited, like "Happy Star Wars Day!" and today is my birthday, and because it's my birthday, I can get introduced to my girlfriend, and she looks totally like in panic mode the whole time, like she's totally uncomfortable. And so what happened was all these people on TikTok they decided, oh, I'm going to take this video and add more to it and create a story with it and you know by the end of it it was it was just it was hilarious i thought um and i was talking with with maria about this and she she saw the video and she's like oh, i don't want to see that again and then it came up we talked about another video and then it reminded me of the surfer interview i don't know have you guys ever seen the surfer interview nope okay so this guy is like a true story here. This guy was on some news station. He had to do an interview. Um, she's talking about, you know, the weather that was going on there. And he decided to ham it up and act like a total surfer. Um, like, like uh, you don't even know what he's saying. Uh, and he, he talked about it later that he, he just, he totally faked it just because he knew it was going to be on. Um, and I looked at that. I'm still laughing about it. I looked at it and I realized that was 13 years ago that that video was posted. And I still remember that video. So what I came up with was for the topic was, you know, channels you listen to or videos you watch 
going back to even classic stuff that you still remember. So just stations, like just stuff in general like, that you always have on in the background and oh. stuff. Well, stuff that stuff that's memorable, basically things because things go viral like crazy. But you know what sticks around, or, or or just even what you're currently listening to, that you may think might stick around or have been around for a while, or, you know stuff like that. So, I I don't I don't know why, but recently I was reminded of the old HBO intro. Remember well, the, the, HBO, the HBO intro, where the HBO like was like a space station coming in from space, and it goes and turns around in circles, and you enter into the O, and there's a feature presentation and all that. Mm -hmm. So the, the full one is this starts off with like a family sitting down to watch TV, and they go and they have a, a flyover, like a, a small town, leading uh -huh. into like the country, and then that then it goes up into space and all that. And I'm like watching it, and apparently there's a lot of people who uploaded this to, to YouTube. Every single possible version of it that was ever created. And this is back in the day where if they wanted to make a new version, they had to do a lot more work to make a new version. Where now we, you just go in, you change a few words, and there you go, you got a new version of it. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just like the amount of work that went into it. And there's a 10-minute behind-the-scenes thing, which mm -hmm. tells me nothing about how this was made. <laughs> They're like, oh, we went and we had we had to go make the letters, and then we went around and we did a green screen. And I'm like, th this little little recap is not helping me at all because I'm thinking this would be a cool thing to parody. But I'm like, what else? How, how come they haven't? Re nobody's really tried to recreate this yet. And then HBO apparently had somebody who was supposed to, but they made a modern version of it, and it's just a bunch of families of different setups i'm not going to get into politics on this but different setups of families just use your use your imagination all sitting down to watch hbo with the old 1983 version they called the 1983 opening credits of the hbo opening on all the tvs mm -hmm. like no recreate the 1983 opening <laughs> i don't want to see a bunch of people of Yes, we have a country made up of different of different colors and creeds and all these different kinds of families and that's great and that's wonderful I don't want to see that. I want to see a flying over a small town up to a gigantic HBO space station. That's what I want to see. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, uh, next week, unfortunately, Ben will not be with us. He is going to be seeking some psychiatric help yes. from his mental breakdown <laughs> that he just had. So, yeah, so I, I was watching that recently. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's like everything, they have to take everything I liked as a kid and ruin it. Why? <laughs> I just want it the way it was. I don't want you to change anything. <laughs> so I'm just going to get this one out before any of you other, anyone else gets this one out because I'm sure you remember this one pretty well. Um, I watched this video when Maria was at the dentist one time. I was stuck in the car. And I watched it right when she went in. And I was still 45 minutes later laughing in tears about it. And then she gets back. She's like, are you okay? What's wrong? And then I showed her the video and she was laughing about it. And we still talk to it today. And that would be just, and this is a pretty recent one. This is a, I'm ready to go live. I'm not a cat. <laughs> Never saw I love this. that video. Don't remember it. If you've never seen that, you got to look that one up. It's like the cat video. I think Guardian put out the, the ad for it. It's so funny. 
the, oh, I uh, the meant, video. I thought you meant the uh, the guy who was in in uh, like a, a courtroom thing. Is yes, yeah, it was or? like Guardian News put this one out, put put out the video of it. But yeah, it was a legitimate courtroom scene, and the guy had a cap filter stuck on him. Yeah, it's if hilarious. You, if you ever want to so hear cool. some some bad rap, look for was a Chinese communist propaganda rap. <laughs> so bad. And like they do it in English. And that makes it even it's just so bad. It's really, really bad. It's like and it's not even so bad it's good. It's just bad. <laughs> like we have two sessions. We have two sessions. We have two and like I don't remember the word. It's like I'm gonna teach you Chinese manners is one of the words. It's like Okay, so you're 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 saying love our country. Oh, and I'm gonna kick your ass. Because when you're trying, you're telling you something. I'm gonna teach you manners. It means I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna beat you up. You know, humble you. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, this this is bad. It's really bad. But I watched some of that too, and that was only because uh, I saw a news story about it. Because it, I guess it's making a comeback. It was something that already existed, and then it's making a comeback. <laughs> So is this on YouTube? Yeah, you look at Chinese communist rap propaganda. I think I found it. Chinese communist propaganda rappers. Yeah, and like there's one other one. This chick was doing it, and like it doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. It's just almost like they just say, like, "Hey, I know some English words, and I can make them rhyme." <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It really is. And then uh, let's see what else. Uh, these YouTube shorts, I somehow made one by accident. So, like, I did um, a prediction for WrestleMania, uh -huh. and I was way off, way off. But before WrestleMania went on the air, eight people watched it. Afterwards, I had 185 views with 20 uh -huh. likes or something like that. And I'm like, how the hell did this happen? And I'm like, oh, it got marked as a short. So all of a sudden, it went into a different rotation on YouTube where people were just getting it. Like, you know, like when you're watching like videos on like Instagram and it just goes to the next video and it goes to the next one and goes to the next one, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. it, it just cycles through, or I, I guess it's like TikTok, which I've, I never really used TikTok much, but I guess TikTok, you watch a video and then it shows the next video and then it shows another video and you can call it, hit like or hit subscribe. So. I, I fell into that. I checked a couple of those out. One of them was like some guy was trying to jump into, he was trying to cliff jump into some water with a girl on the front of him and a girl hanging on the back of him. And he has them jump on him. He's five feet away from the edge. <laughs> so he's holding these two girls and has to walk now blindly to the edge with somebody who's hold, the guy holding the camera telling him where to go. Without trying to jump, walk off the edge by accident, holding mm -hmm. two other fucking people, so he's responsible for them now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, dude, go closer to the end and then have the girls jump up on top. Or never mind, just don't do this at all. But if you're gonna do it, <laughs> speaking of don't do that, dude, that reminds me of uh, there's an, another video. I don't know if you saw this one where it was a guy who he was like, I don't know if he was like. Russian or, or what he was, or I think no, he's German, I think. And he was talking about his metal band, and he's sitting there like in the speedo, and mm -hmm. it's like freezing cold. 
and he's by a frozen over pool and he's like he's like you know my band is death wish or something like that and this is my metal pose and then he and then he gets up and he runs and he jumps to jump through the ice into the swimming pool but the ice was so frozen he cannonballs on his butt and does not go through. Oh, yeah. And you can tell he is in pain. He is hurting after this. Oh, I, 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 I could believe it. I mean, I've heard stories actually quite recently of people who, like, broke their ass. Mm-hmm. Like, literally broke, like, the bone that, like, goes right through, like, the bone on the top part of your butt. They mm-hmm. broke that. And it's like, that's awful because you can't even sit now. Yeah, you're sitting on like a donut usually when that happens. Yeah, you know it's like breaking. I think if you're the one of the worst things that you could hurt would be like your any part of your core. You're always going to use it, right? So you would almost be better off breaking your arm because at least you can go and not use your arm. Mm -hmm. Or like you know, I mean, your legs are just as bad too because you're always going to walk around, but you don't have like if you're right-handed. Yeah, it's nice to have two hands, but if your left hand is incapacitated for a couple of weeks, it's not the end of the world. Where yeah. you hurt your back, you hurt your legs, you break your butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened to my mom, like, skiing. She broke her tailbone. Mm. And, yeah, she was not doing good for a while. So, I mean, it, it would suck no matter what, just to sleep. I mean, like, when I got, like, my second, like, my first or second COVID shot, like, mm. my arm literally, I, I couldn't sleep for two nights on one side of my, like, on my right or my left side, which sucks, because that's the side that the TV's on. And, <laughs> like, I want to watch some TV. Oh, I don't need to watch TV tonight. <laughs> All right. I think we, Matt hasn't had an opportunity here. I want to give Matt an opportunity. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So, um, let's see. Uh, The first thing that comes to my mind is, like, my favorite YouTube video of all time is, uh, you sent this to me, The Count Censored. Oh, my gosh, yes. It was was like, one, two, three, ah! They they edit out, they bleep out every time he says count. So the main song is they call me the count and I really love to poop. No, no, it's, it's faster, faster, and and, and uh, you know I love to bleep or whatever it is, you know. It's yeah, and I love when it gets to the. Uh, I, I love I, I boop the spiders on the wall. I oh God, the yes. Cobwebs in the hall. I was boop the books on my shelf, and when I'm alone, I like to boop myself. <laughs> but the best one, the best one, I don't know if you saw this one, was um, where he was with Cookie Monster, and Cookie Monster wanted to eat the, eat a bag of cookies, but the count wanted to count them. So they were they were arguing back and forth. All I heard was eat, boop, eat, boop, eat, boop, and then the count goes, "I'll tell you what." First, I will boop the cookies, and then you can eat them. That <laughs> 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 I was done, dude. <laughs> I love that. There's a, there's a, there's actually a, a, quite a lot of videos that you can find on YouTube where it's on. I think it's called unnecessarily censored. Mm-hmm. It was like a series of them. And it's, yeah, it's just <laughs> everything's bleeped. Everything for no reason. <laughs> 
great. Oh, you want to hear something really funny? I'm just on a uh, um, uh, side note. It's not that funny actually, but but I, I think I, I think it's funny a little bit. So um, I, I edit TV commercials, and um, uh, like one of them was uh, for a um, what was it? A Dodge um, Ram truck uh, um, place. They sell cars. Uh, in the San Francisco Bay Area, and um, and so uh, what was it? They bleep out the word "ass." They go like um, um, "bad bleep trucks" and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, let me try to remember how it goes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and at one time, I, I, I uh, I'm editing the commercial, and the bleep is on one track. And they move things around because they change stuff, and and <laughs> uh, and I didn't realize this. And I even got past this other person that helps check them, but the the client says, "Hey, can you fix the bleep because it, right now it says bleep ass trucks." <laughs> <laughs> so whatever came before the ass is worse than ass. <laughs> it's like we sell you some shit ass trucks. <laughs> <laughs> trucks, man. <laughs> that's not like that's not like a, a compliment that like a real pig, a, a, a real pig of a man would think would be a compliment for a girl. Like, man, you're at your ass. You got a real fuck ass. <laughs> uh, she's like, um, thank you. You know, I know we're supposed to hang out for a little bit, but I just realized my mother's dying, so. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a, a, like a meme I saw recently where it was a you know the, the, the guy and the girl on the phone the girl's like are you coming over and the guy's like well with the price of the guests I need to know if I'm going to get some tonight you need the guarantee <laughs> it's a guarantee right then and there. Uh... so I was wishing that Barrett was here for this because there's one that I want to mention that I don't know why, but when I think of this video now, I think of Barrett. And that would be the angry German kid. Have you guys ever seen the angry German kid? No, I've seen the angry video game nerd. But Okay. So the angry German kid Maybe is... Maybe I have. I don't think so. I'd be surprised you haven't seen him. I, 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 would, I think I'd share it with you. This kid... Now, evidently this, this is supposed to be a joke. But, you know, that didn't come out for a while. This kid is trying to play Unreal Tournament. And he is literally, like, screaming at it, cussing at his computer because it's loading all everything. And he's, like, slamming the mouse and everything, waiting for it to load. He finally gets in the game, and he is, like, he is literally, like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I killed you. Like, just screaming like that. And then, like, when he dies... He picks up the keyboard, he's slamming it on the desk, keys are flying off of it, and it ends with him dying, and he's literally pounding the keyboard on his desk, and then just tosses it and walks away, and you can see, like, half the keys are gone from the thing. Yeah, um, that kid has a problem. Yeah. It's... Wait, if the if the game is pissing you off, go do something else. 
are you finding pleasure in this? There's no pleasure in this then. That's what this <laughs> whole thing's for. You, I mean, the video game, I mean, yeah, you, you, there's some, like, uh, help with, like, your mental, uh, with mental stuff as well. But the, but for the main, main part, this is a, look, this is a, a pleasure thing. You do this for mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. If you're not having, you're obviously not having fun then. <laughs> you're breaking the damn thing. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I, I've seen like the, the one video where the kid gets told like he can't play his game anymore so he gets all pissed off and starts breaking stuff or uh, you know they get they get addicted to World of Warcraft mm-hmm. the, the story about the the, 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 the parents they let their kid um, die because they they couldn't get torn away from their from their video game I'm laughing at it but it's still it's tragic it's it's yeah. it's so uh yeah. Well, there's also there's a one with the I, I don't know if it was like one of the uh, Call of Duties or what it was where the kid was recorded. He's sitting there yelling at his mom to get him something to drink, and he um, and, and she he, brings it. Then he did she, he forgot about it, and he put on some headphones and listened to some music. Exactly. Yes. Actually, you know what? What was it? Was chocolate milk too? It was chocolate. Yeah, it was hot chocolate. Yeah, this kid was going asking for. He, he goes, he, he's like screaming at his mom, "Get me something to drink or something like that," and like cussing her out. And then he, she brings him something, and she's like, he goes, "I don't want this. I don't want juice. I want chocolate milk." You know, he's being a dick. Yeah. But at the end of the day, who raised that dick? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like if if the, the mother's doing this, imagine all the other stuff that she went and did for him that she shouldn't have been doing, like you know, taking care of every little thing. Oh, know, this like, is the way you said that. Now I think about who raised. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if, if he's taught, you could tell tell a lot of people by how their kids are. I think mm-hmm. if the kids are if the kids are jerks, the parents are probably there's something wrong with the parents too. At least one of them. Well, okay, I got to tell you, um, that may not be the case because one of the nicest people I ever knew, his kid was evil. Like, you don't want to hear the stories, evil. And um, and so sometimes it's a little bit out of your control that, um, I mean, maybe you could have done something for him, but I don't think there's anybody who could make that, that kid uh, normal. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it does go the other way too, I guess, because like my... my um... I, I got to worry about who like listens to this. Let's say someone who is an old friend of my mother's, her child is an awesome person, but my mother's old friend is a total bitch. So it can go either way. <laughs> sure. I don't want to get more detail in that because in case some the they're they're yeah I yeah too much detail some people can put the, they can connect with that. What about some what about some like channels that you guys listen to? I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them uh, is actually about uh, what's it called the Lazarus Heist. I just got into. It's from BBC World, and it's about. Um, remember when Sony Pictures they got broken into? Like, they like somebody hacked them after that movie. The interview was supposed to come out. Do you remember that? 
Yeah. Uh, All right. So the group who did that, they're called the Lazarus Group, and they are actually part of um, North Korea. And they did a heist or they stole a billion dollars from the Bangladesh National uh, or Bangladesh um, Central Bank, which is basically their version of the Federal Reserve. They stole a billion dollars from this one bank. A billion with a B. From a central bank. The central banks are like one of the. If you think the security is going to be tight anywhere, it's going to be at the central bank. And yeah, it's just very interesting. And it's like it's a ten-part series. I just listened. Uh, part six comes out this weekend. Actually, I haven't heard it yet. Obviously, um, and it's just interesting because it goes over like um, how each, like all these different things that they did, how they how they did it. Mm-hmm. They interviewed like people who were there or experts. And like just piece together how all this was done and how it was like when he did the billion dollar heist, it was because it was um, a holiday weekend and they found ways to get us so the people wouldn't check. They, so they, what they did is they, it's funny, they were in their system for a long time before they did anything. So what they started doing is they started making the printer have problems. Anytime there was a transaction, it was always a print, the printer always printed the transactions or there's a paper trail. So what the, the hackers did is they started having it where the printer would every once in a while just not work. Mm-hmm. So you get used to, okay, well, the printer stopped working. It'll start working again in a couple hours. Don't worry about it. This happens all the time. Well, they made them so they got used to it. So that became part of the heist. So all of a sudden the printer stopped working. And at that at the time, all these transactions are now happening. And there's no paper record because the printer's not working. But nobody cares if the printer's not working because this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look, it's a holiday weekend. All right, guys. Well, we'll worry about the printer on Monday or mm-hmm. day or whatever the hell they came back. Mm-hmm. And by the time they come back, a billion dollars is gone. Oops, my bad. Yeah. yeah, I'm simplifying a lot of it, but it's like it's very interesting because they, they, they go, like, like I said, step by step how it all happened. They literally, it was a phishing email sent to lower rung employees. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't work for HR for your company. But what if you got an email from Joe Smith who happened to have all this like he had like all the stuff that your company would want in an employee? So mm-hmm. you're gonna forward it to your person that you know in HR. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And then you went from there. Once they got to the HR system, they were able to jump computer to computer to computer to computer. And every time they jumped, they erased their trail. Mm-hmm. So there was no way to track what computers they were on. You can only tell what computer they're currently on. It's very, very interesting. And it's all about... The, the, then there's one episode I listened to. It was a guy who was supposed to end up being part of the Lazarus crew. Mm-hmm. But he was in the World Math Championship. Mm-hmm. And while he was there overseas, they went overseas for the World Championship. And while he was overseas, he defected. But when you talk about jumping from system to system, I'd all of a sudden thought of uh, hackers. The movie? The movie Hackers. Load the Pac-Man virus. Come on. What was that one movie where, uh, I think it was called Fishing or something like that, where the, the guy was, uh, he was a, a hacker and he was supposed to be getting into the FBI database. Swordfish? Swordfish. Yes. And he's trying to get in there, and while he's doing it, like some girl like is is uh, pleasuring him. Yes. 
And he has to... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one reason why Maria finds that movie ridiculous. I find it ridiculous by the part where he's like, because that was Hugh Jackman. Um, so does he like he have like a gun to his head and a girl down there, and he has like five minutes to get ten minutes worth of work done? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I'm just laughing at the part where he has like all the screens and he's, you don't he's get on the keyboard and he's playing like a rock star. Oh, I'm sorry, what? What's up? I was gonna say like I need you to get to like to do this crime for me, but I'm gonna make it as hard as possible for you to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Matt, you listen to anything? Yeah. Uh, you talking about podcasts? No, I don't listen to podcasts. Not or really. anything podcasts, channels, anything like that. Nope. I, I used to kind of listen to uh, NPRs, all all things considered, and stuff like that. But I guess that's more like radio. Mm-hmm. It goes mm-hmm. online. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, no. So I'll just skip that. All right. So I gotta say, I I don't know if you guys ever heard of this guy. I am a huge fan of Master Ken. You either Master, you know Master Ken. Master Ken. Master Ken. Okay. So Master Ken, he's an actor um, who he put together a show um, called Enter the Dojo, where he is uh, a master of his own you know uh martial arts style and what it is is it's literally making fun of of martial arts um just by being so absolutely ridiculous um and i stumbled on this while i was in japan when i was like really sick from the smog in the philippines um it gave me something to do in the hotel room just to sit and watch it and it was it's it was so funny um and he's still doing stuff he's not doing the show anymore but he does actual videos where he has people come on that are um martial arts specialists or defense specialists or or some type of specialist and they'll they'll show like one of their techniques and teach your techniques but at the same time after that he's gonna he's gonna say how it's you know how it's all wrong and everything like that. He'll, he'll sit there and he's, he makes fun of them. Like, I remember a couple episodes where he has, there's a girl called the Karate Hottie. It's like her actual name. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, today on the show, we have the Karate Hoochie. And she's like, Hottie, so whatever. And he had another one. This one was the best where he had, he had this guy on who, the guy wore a shirt that had Batman, Spider-Man, Captain America, and a picture of himself on it. And Master Ken looks at him and goes, and what do all four of these um, people on your shirt have in common? Yes, they're all fictional characters. And the guy's like, wait, wait. So it, it is so funny. And, and Maria watched it too. She loved it. Um, and one of the things that he teaches is always restock the groin. So that's become like one of our sayings when, when you know. Was it good? Watching, what's that? Restock the groin? Restomp the groin. Oh, restomp the groin. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like restock the groin. How do you restock? <laughs> no. So, yeah, if you get a chance, look up like Enter the Dojo or Master Ken's Privates, and then those are all the videos. They're, they're awesome. I started watching, um, I don't know if anybody is into uh, rap. Uh, there's this rapper Platinum Max. He's a wrestler, and he does a music video for everybody he's going to face. He does a diss track, mm-hmm. and they actually put like 
a level of production quality into it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's him and like two other people on camera, like acting out these scenes and stuff. It's pretty funny. Uh, like I'm kind of like I'm actually like, looking at my YouTube right now. Um, I watch a lot of tech reviews. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, I sometimes I'll put them on and just like let them play in the background. Like right now, I'm thinking about picking up. Um, I, I want to get a desktop. Because right now I'm using a laptop and I have it set up with a docking station and stuff. And I just miss having just a system that is just here and I know it's here. Mm-hmm. Because like my laptop, I've had it where I've gotten home and I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to go back to work and I forgot my laptop. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I so, forgot my laptop. My laptop. Full wallet keys. Full so, like, wallet. That's a, another good one. Uh, yeah, uh, great way for tech stuff is just the whole Linus Tech Tips and their entire network of channels, which they just released a new one called Mac Address, which is a channel just for Apple stuff. But um, so I watch a lot of that. And then retro tech stuff like Techmoan, watch that, uh, where they talk about the quadraphonic records, for instance. And uh, today I was actually watching somebody was taking a walk down uh, Seoul. And it's crazy because I'm seeing places I've been. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it was on the street. <laughs> huh. oh, speaking uh, of uh, Korea, then, um, there's a, there's one that I've kind of gotten addicted to, and uh, I blame Maria for this. Um, she, uh, Maria found this and, and was uh, got and started watching it and couldn't stop watching it. And I'm like, what are you watching? Because I hear, bow, 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 bow. There's a, a South Korean uh, vlogger, I guess it is, what they call them. Uh, the, the vlogger is a video vlogger, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, she, what she does is, her name's Hamzi. And she, she's like a cook. And she cooks all this food. And I mean, literally, she cooks like a meal for like five people. And that's maybe like the first third of the video. The rest of it is she eats like everything. Like all that meal she has made for five people, she sits there and she eats it. And she's literally like cramming the stuff in her face. And I don't know what she does if she puts like microphones in her mouth. You can literally hear. And she'll just sit there and just, it's just. It's crazy. So I saw one and I was like, when I first watched it, I was just laughing so hard. I was in tears because it was just nuts. And then it just kept popping up and popping up and like, oh, what's she eating this time? And it just becomes something to watch. And I found out she's actually, I think, the biggest vlogger in South Korea. And it's just her like eating the stuff. That's one of the things, like, I think this is just in Asia in general, where um, these videos where you could watch somebody eat, and the mm-hmm. idea is that you would eat at the same time and watch the video of them eating, and you're not supposed to feel like you're not eating alone. Yeah. And I saw a video of all these people at a restaurant at different tables mm-hmm. doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't you sit together? There you go. Well, that's just also their culture. They're not going to be like, if they don't know you, they're not going to be like, hey, can I sit but with you're you? You're watching somebody on a video. You don't know them. Yeah. yeah, I know. But there's no interaction that way. They don't, I guess, if you don't want the interaction, then, oh, man, I don't understand it. 
I don't, I, 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 uh, I don't know. But, but I, I mean, I've seen other videos, but I mean, this, this girl literally crams the stuff in her mouth. Like to the point where she's almost choking. Some guys might just be into that because of that. Yeah. Guys, oh, yeah, people, they get, they get sick, sick fetishes, man. <laughs> Watching them choke, it's like, okay, um, as long as you don't kill her. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, then there you go. And that's how babies are born. It starts with watching videos of people eating. Yes. Somehow. And then you get a sick and twisted world, and then that's how kids start popping out. Yep. And then they start wanting chocolate milk. Yeah. And hot chocolate. And hot chocolate. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. I got one more to add that I do want to mention. That's great to watch. Or I love watching the YouTube clips of Family Feud episodes. You mean where they, um, what's his name? Where, uh, the, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey reacts to people saying like ridiculous answers. Yeah, those are funny. Oh, yeah, those are so funny. And then also the, the best one was, I don't know, do you ever see the Tran family? No. I'll look up the Tran family. That's like the best family that's ever been on Family Feud. The Tran family? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'll look at it later. I want to look at it right now. So, uh, anyone else have anything they want to add? Well, there's enough probably to make a, another episode. I mean, I can. I haven't even like dived into like half the stuff I watch, but other stuff I watch is kind of. I would think other people might find it boring. I find it interesting. You know, like I watched these videos where this guy he talked. He's a, he's an urban planner, and mm-hmm. he does a whole video page where it, or a whole channel where he just talks about urban planning. And like he shows like examples of cities that he think are des- that he thinks are designed well and why. But if you're really into SimCity and uh, city skylines, it actually really helps stuff your game up. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody's having chips. That would be Matt again. That's like all Matt does when he's on talking is just sits there and munches. We're at his lunch break. Can Can you hear me talking right now? Yeah, I can hear, we can hear you talking. We can hear you. Well, I thought I was on mute. No, maybe maybe he's watching Hamzy over there. <laughs> I still can't get an Xbox Series X system. These Series S systems, I've seen them a dozen times now, and I probably could have got one if I wanted one, but I don't. This X one, I can't find this at all. The Xbox Series S, S Xbox SEX? Yes, the Series Sex. I can't find the Series Sex Xbox. <laughs> I can't find it. You might want to look on the corner like Broadway and Maine. Uh... Bring cash. Wait a minute, if I want to spend it, if I want to, like, you know spend a thousand dollars on one i can get one but like i'm talking about like for five hundred dollars the actual going price they're still not around and that's a normal xbox or which what xbox is that that's the series sex well yeah but like 
okay, is that like a new one? Or I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. It's a legitimate question. Okay. I think we're going to say series sex again. Uh, <laughs> it's the X. There's the X and the S. And the they're the newer versions of the Xbox. Basically, the X is the 4K version, and the S is the 1080p version. Okay, so because here's what I when I hear the, the new versions of the Xbox, I think of like the original Xbox. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Xbox line of gaming systems, not the Xbox. Okay, game. I was gonna say because I mean. Why would you pay a thousand dollars for the original Xbox? And why Dude, would it be four K? I went to GameStop a couple weeks ago, and they offered me two hundred dollar trade in for my Xbox One X. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I bought that for five hundred dollars four years ago. That's actually a pretty good deal because usually that trade, like that's what I'm saying. That's how much the, the the gaming industry right now they're hurting for for uh, inventory. Usually, yeah, usually like. Uh, like like GameStop would be oh you just bought this PlayStation Five yesterday yep. for five hundred dollars we'll give you ten yep yeah but I did do a good deal on a game I sold sold the PlayStation version for uh, back to GameStop for twenty bucks and then like six months later went back and bought the Dreamcast version of the game for ten I was like that's a pretty good deal that works out pretty well. I ended up buying a. They bought a PlayStation One for like ten dollars one time. They had like a stack of them. I'm like, yeah, nobody wants them. Yeah. And then I, I I modded it a little bit and was playing like copied games on it. Now you can now you can probably want them because you can mod them to run hard drives on them. Oh yeah, I mean if you're willing to spend the money and do and you know like do a little bit of soldering work, you could like mod up all these old systems. But then it's like, okay, well now I can play ROMs on the original hardware. Well, why don't I just play ROMs on an emulator? Yeah, it's a heck of a lot cheaper and a lot less work. Yeah, true. Speaking of, I found this program called Open Emu or E M U. What does it say? Emu. It's very emu. It's Open Emu. It is for the um, it's for Macintosh. I'm running uh -huh. it on my M1 Mac Air right now, mm -hmm. MacBook Air, and it's um, it's basically RetroArch, but for yeah. Macintosh. Gotcha. And it automatically goes through and it finds all the artwork and downloads information for 80% of the ROMs I threw at it. The other 20% I either just deleted them because they were just Japanese games or they. Or I went and physically found the proper information, and um, it'll be an interesting thing to show somebody if I ever end up going on vacation and take my uh, my MacBook with me. Is RetroArch not on Macintosh? It might be. I just looked up what's the best ROM. It is. Or what, what's the what's the best emulator for it? And then OpenEMU came up highly recommended, so I tried it, and I haven't had any problems with it. It's played every game I've thrown at it. I got Nintendo through 32X on it. No CD systems because my hard drive does not have enough room for me to start doing CDs. Gotcha. Little recommendation for anyone looking to get themselves an M1 Mac. They are excellent machines. Spend the extra little bit and get more memory. I bought the entry-level one, and I ran into slowdown because I only have 8 gigs of RAM, and now I'm running into the issue of I can't have Sega CD games on there because I don't have hard drive space. 
A word to anyone who's looking to get a M1 Mac, get a PC. If you're looking at well, games, yeah. It depends on what you want it for. It depends <laughs> on what you want it for. If, if you want this thing for gaming, don't get a Mac. Definitely don't get it, yeah. If yeah. you don't, if you're looking to do video editing, this thing blew away my fourteen hundred dollar at the time. It's probably worth like four grand now. Uh, my desktop PC that I had blew it away. Blew it away. So I converted because I have a game console. I don't. Mm-hmm. Need, I don't depend on my PC to the game. Yeah. Yep. Please sound like we're winding down. We are definitely winding down. Does anyone else have anything to add? Next week is going to be an interesting episode, I think. Yeah, we'll just kind of we'll just kind of see where it goes. Yeah. So, I know we won't have Barrett. Barrett is going to be out for a while. Yeah, he's uh, he's going through with his sex change operation, so that'll be interesting. Dude, don't joke around. He shot somebody. He's in jail. Oh, that's what happens. You know, Barrett's going to be out for a while. He's got some surgeries going through, but yeah, uh, he, it's yeah. not it's not a sex change. No. <laughs> we, as far as we know, it's not. I mean, if he comes back as Beretta, Beretta. Then, uh, <laughs> I think that I would be one of those names out. where you would probably pick a completely different name instead of just feminizing your own name. <laughs> 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 You know, what, I can't like what's you know Ben. What what would be like? Ben, ben would ben become Bonnie. Bonnie, I guess. And yeah. Matthew would become Mathina. Matilda. 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 Yes, Matilda. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Oh wait, but you forgot. Well, hold on. Is there a story here? It's not a big one. It's it's basically uh, it goes back to Fantasy Star Online. Mm-hmm. Matt, uh, when he was making his characters, had to have Matt in his name somehow. Because, of course, the first one he made was Matt Talica. Um, and then he made a guy who had an afro and called him Mafro. And then he made a robot girl, and that's when it became, I think, Matilda 2000 or something like that, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> that's like when I went through that one game, and I, I named my guy Asshole. And it was one of those games where they said your name all the time. I think it was Dragon Warrior, actually. So it was uh-huh. like, welcome back, Asshole. <laughs> I just I played um I, I was fiddling with a game called Faria on Nest recently. Yeah. And one of the old names I had for characters when I was a kid was Blade. So I, I just said, you know what, I'm gonna name my character Blade. And I go to the king and I'm like, it's nice to meet you, Blade. I'm your father, Blade. And I'm like, that's great. I just picked my dad's name. It was uh actually I think I beat Dragon Warrior one time with my character was named Asshole. <laughs> Went through the whole thing. His name was Asshole. <laughs> well, I love naming like my Dragon Warrior character Edric. Oh, so like, hey, you are the descendant of Erdrick, Erdrick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're talking about my prophecy or, or my legend. There you go. And then, like, the fourth one is when you're supposed to become Erdrick, right? They go and they say, like, you, you'll be forever known, but we're going to change your name so it fits into the lore, the lore of our entire game. <laughs> Another one, dude, is uh, Animal Crossing. Um, I was fiddling with names of towns, and because he goes like, you know, you tell him, you know, my town name is Happyville or something. They go, you're going to Happyville when they're on the train? And so I put vomit. So it's like, you're going to vomit? And I, of course, <laughs> laughed about that. And then I changed it. I made the town my ass. 
So he's like, you're going to my ass? I love it there. And like, and like the train pulls in and goes, my ass, my ass, now pulling into my ass. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like little kids, man. It's like when I first got like one of those series, I went and like had like Siri call me master and they call me uh Mr. Big Dick. Shit. <laughs> okay. you, you needed somebody to. Thank God they have that. <laughs> it's like, hey Siri, what's my name? It's like your name is well, your your name is Ben, but I get to call you Mr. Big Dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so that's it. We're gonna go ahead and wind up right now. Uh, I felt like a good play. 